Way we consume and share news today. It is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for a daily social media minute. We're joined by Yerika. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Yes. It's raining outside. <laughs> it's, it was drizzling on my way to work. Yeah. It's mm. pouring a little bit harder, too. It's it's that time of the year. Yeah. The flowers are in full bloom, mm. uh, the warm weather hits, and then it rains, and then the flowers are gone. And then it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stay on summer here. Uh, <laughs> but for our listeners, I believe on Digital Island, where things are a little bit more tough, the conditions, mm-hmm. I'd be extra cautious on the roads. We'll have those weather updates handy throughout the show. And right, let's jump into our first buzzword of the day. Uh, a passing of an iconic singer and TV personality. She was a force to be reckoned with, yep. quite possibly dubbed one of the first Korean pop divas. That's right. Uh, uh, she was one of the most popular Korean pop singers uh, in the 19th 1960s. Uh, we're talking about Hyunmi here. She passed away yesterday at the age of 85. Um, the singer was found dead at her home in Itondong in central Seoul by the president of her fan club at around 9.35 a.m. This is according to the police and music industry sources. Um, she was moved immediately to a nearby hospital, but was pronounced dead upon arrival. Well, uh, of course, as tributes pour out yep. online through news mm-hmm. outlets, we're going to revisit her legacy. Uh, I'm not quite sure if we can summarize her entire career that spans decades, no. and she's also been really outspoken right. about matters close to her art, but I think definitely her music career at this mm-hmm. At the center of conversation. That's right. Um, Hyunmi was actually born in Pyongyang, and uh, she moved. Uh, she crossed the border to the mm. south during the Korean War with her family. Mm. Um, she began her career as an entertainer in 1957. Uh, she was 20 years old at the time. Mm. Uh, she began performing on the stage for the Eighth U.S. Army, which is a, a sort of a common narrative mm. for many uh, Korean musicians and entertainers at that time. Um, she didn't start her career as a singer initially. She performed on the stage as a sword dancer. Is it, yeah, right? Is anyone else floored by that? Yeah. She says that so nonchalantly. A sore dancer. A sore dancer. Oh, that sounds that Trust sounds me. Awesome. I, had to, I had to read that sentence uh, twice, actually. Times. Yeah. But uh, she became a singer by chance. Uh, she once had to fill in for a certain female artist uh, who had canceled her performance. And so the star yeah. is born. It was fate, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she later married late composer Lee Bong-jo, uh, you know, after three years of dating and uh, she skyrocketed to stardom with her I guess her best-known hit song, Pamange, or Night Fog, back in 1962. So good. Right? She released more hits following that one um, with her composer, husband, Lee Bong-jo. Back in 2007, she did an interview to mark 50 years of her debut. And at the time, she said she wanted to continue singing. She loved her career. Uh, She said she wanted to sing until her voice was completely gone. The thing is, even just 
weeks prior to yep. her sudden death. I mean, we saw her on TV shows That's right. and she was performing what she loved and yep. did best. And uh, I, I know for our local listeners, they would be really familiar mm. with Hyomi reuniting with her sister on TV. Uh, as you've said, she was born in Pyongyang and separated by the war yes. with her family. And so, I mean, these are just parts, chapters of her life. We couldn't possibly fit it yep. into a, a segment, but there you have it. That's right. Um, the police are trying to determine the exact cause of her death, um, but we don't know yet. Mm. Uh, her funeral location has not been determined either. All right. To be determined, though. Yep. So keep uh, the news updates handy, yes. folks. Let's move on to our second buzzword of the day. An indigenous tattooist becomes Vogue's oldest ever cover star at, get this, 106. Yeah, 106. That's something. What a legend. So um, she is an indigenous tattooist uh, from the Philippines, and uh, she is credited with helping to keep alive this very specific form of tattoo art uh, known as batok. And uh, she has become the oldest Vogue cover star after appearing in the Philippine edition of the magazine mm. at 106. Mm. Uh, her name is Apo Wang Od. Uh, she is from a remote mountainous village in uh, the northern part of the Philippines. And uh, she began her career as a tattooist at the age of 16. Now she's 106. And she is 106. I know it gives you chills, doesn't it? I mean, we talk about, I mean, these are different standards, I suppose. It's an art form, so it's different. So it's not measurable by what I do. But I mean, I'm told that I'm going to be swapping careers a few times in my life. And here's a woman who dedicated her entire life to tattooing. Yes, and now she's being celebrated. Mm. Um, She was once described as the last remaining Mama Batok or traditional Kalinga tattooist Mm -hmm. and uh, she has since inspired this new generation of tattooists to learn the art of Batok. So maybe we ought to take time this morning to learn (laughs) a little bit about the art of Batok. What is it exactly? So you may have seen this on television. I mean Anthony Bourdain was a huge fan. Mm -hmm. Batok involves tapping the tattoo into the skin by hand Mm -hmm. using a thorn which is dipped in soot and natural dye and uh, it's attached to a bamboo stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, traditionally, Batok tattoos represented bravery for mm-hmm. male warriors and beauty for women. Now, over the last decade or so, tourists have increasingly been flocking to her village to have tattoos done by her. Okay. And more young people have also begun to train in this practice. So the thing about Mama Batok is that it can only pass, uh, it can only be passed down uh, through their bloodline, actually. Oh. And so Wang Ad, this woman, has trained her grandnieces to keep this practice alive. Um, However, she says she plans to continue tattooing for as long as her sight allows. And uh, the magazine's editor-in-chief, Bea Valdes, uh, said that uh, the staff at the publication were unanimous in their decision to put Wang Ad on the cover of the magazine. I don't think uh, just inspired is enough to cover these stories. I'm seeing some similarities between these divas don't yes. you think i mean dedicating your life to one form mm-hmm. of art and being we just celebrated. talked about Hyunmi, right 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 uh, okay let's take a look <laughs> at then why vogue decided that it wasn't unanimous
unanimous decision yes. to put this woman in the cover of the Philippines. Yeah, so the staff felt that she represented Vogue's ideals of what is beautiful about Filipino okay. culture. Uh, they believe that the concept of beauty needs to evolve mm. and include uh, diverse and inclusive faces and okay. forms. And what they hope to, you know, do is to spark a conversation about you know, beauty and humanity. And this is not the first time as someone from the indigenous community in the Philippines was showcased. Right. Wangod is one of the few Vogue cover stars yeah. to come from, well, a celebrated background now. Yes, exactly. Um, and she's uh, thought to be the oldest person to feature <laughs> on the front page of any magazine, actually. Okay. Back in 2020, Judy Dench uh, became British Vogue's oldest cover star at 85 years old. I'm giving a run for her Yep. Money. I mean, this one is 106. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, in case you haven't seen the cover, we st- we were streaming yes. it as we were speaking. Mm. But just type in uh, Vogue cover, the Philippines, right. and you ought to get a picture of Wang Ad, a yes. celebrated tattooist. And finally, on to our last buzzword of the day. Uh, we're South Korean government is trying to draw big money to uh-huh. ensure that tourism is back on track. Right. And perhaps uh, we're already seeing some alleviation from the worst of the pandemic. Mm. Foreign tourists are flocking back to the once dead Myeongdong, <laughs> let's be honest. I know. Um, it, it sort of like made me sad every time I passed by Myeongdong over the last three years because, I mean... Um, I don't hang out often in that area, I but don't either. right. But uh, every time I pass by it, it's just like the every str- the streets and alleys are, you know, packed with crowds of people and foreign tourists. Crowds of people and vendors, vendors, and it's always just bustling. Yeah, and to, and to see it so quiet the last few years, it's it's a little bit um, it's it's hard to see, right? Yeah, and things exactly. are trying to make its way back to normalcy, if you will. And uh, I recently passed by Myeongdong, and I was happy to see what I saw, which is that see? the main street of Myeongdong <laughs> looked like pre-pandemic times. Okay, people are back, and All based right. on news reports, the area is almost as busy as before the pandemic. This is according to vendors, so they Uh-oh. should know, right? <laughs> um, behind the recently increased number of foreign travelers, uh, you know, there, there are people from Japan, of course, and uh, many tourists are from Southeast Asian countries. Um, and, uh, you know, merchants are back. Everything is bustling and, you know. Things are as it should be. As it should yeah. be. That's a big question. I mean, it, it's about the livelihood of these vendors. It's about these shops surviving. Yeah. It's about the, the iconic Myeongdong trying to keep That's its right. color. <laughs> now, according to Korea Tourism Organization data, the number of foreign travelers who visit South Korea in the month of February this year is drastically up. Yes. Uh, in February of this year, the number of foreign travelers who visited South Korea reached 479,000 which is up from 100,000 in the same period last year. That's nearly five times the number. That's right. Um, This past February, the number of Japanese travelers stood at 94,000, accounting for 20% of the total and taking up the largest portion. Uh, The number was significantly smaller last year. Um, Now, uh, another thing to notice is the vacancy rate for commercial buildings Uh. nearby the main district. Um, According to the Korea Real Estate 
board data, the vacancy rate for small-sized commercial buildings in Myeongdong in the fourth quarter last year came down to 21.5 percent from 42.1 percent in the first quarter of the same year. Now, the vacancy rate once hit a record high of 50 percent in 2021. So that means half of the the spaces were empty. And and we're not just talking about small vendors, mom and pop shops. We're talking about iconic brands. That's right. Setting up these massive beauty stores. You're right. I mean, some of these select stores, well-recognized international Mm -hmm. brands, they purposely set up these flagship stores in Myeongdong knowing that it attracts a certain level of (laughs) foot traffic. It wasn't the case in the last three years. And speaking of flagship stores, they're coming back to Myeongdong as well, according to news reports. They got the memo. Yes. Now, the downward trend in rents for real estate properties in Myeongdong area has also slowed down as well. Mm. According to experts, Myeongdong is expected to make a full recovery um, when more Chinese tourists Mm. return to South Korea. All right. All is well with the world. (laughs) Trying to claw our way back to pre-pandemic levels. Mm. Much needed alleviation for the vendors. I can't highlight that enough. Yep. Thank you so much, Eric. Pleasure. See you tomorrow. Stay dry. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.